You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, happy January 14th, and happy first day of Kings Hockey. You're listening to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Sarah Avampato. I'm your host, and I am overjoyed to be talking about a hockey game that is relevant to us and has meaning to us more than just watching our children play for their countries for the first time in, I believe the number was 309 days. 309 days we've been doing this show with some months being a little more fulsome than others in terms of content, but 309 days without the Los Angeles Kings playing a single game. The fact that the Los Angeles Kings were the last NHL team to play a game before the sports pause, honestly, I kind of feel like we should have been the first team to play. Uh, I, I don't care how time zones work. We could have just done a wacky afternoon game. I don't know, but I sort of feel like we should have been able to start things out. Maybe us and the Senators at the same time in different zones. I don't know. But uh, no one asked me for my feelings on that. But we are here anticipating hockey in just a handful of hours after you hear this podcast. If you, you know, listen to it when it comes out. On today's show, uh, we're going to take a look at the final roster for the Kings uh, because everything has been finalized. The taxi squad has been set. Uh, we have a little more clarity on uh, some of the players who are out. So we've got a picture of at least what the roster is going to look like today. Uh, by this time next week, it will most definitely have changed again. But we are going to take a look at that. And then on today's show, uh, I searched far and wide for a Minnesota Wild correspondent to give us the lowdown on what to expect from the Wild in these first couple of games that we are going to be playing to open our season. Uh, so that is going to be today's show as well. But first, we're going to look at the Kings roster because... We've got one. We have a roster, finally. Uh, the taxi squad for the Kings is going to be, right now, Leas Anderson, Jarrett Anderson-Dolan, Austin Strand, and Matt Villalta. Quentin Byfield and Arthur Kaliev have both been assigned to the AHL. Uh, there are uh, provisions this year currently uh, that will allow players who are not quite uh, the correct age to play in the AHL uh, that will allow them to do that uh, just because there is no no team for those two guys to play with. So Byfield and Kalia will at least be getting daily experience and into some games, I believe, with the Ontario Reign, uh, at least these exhibition games and everything coming up as they wait to see what's happening with their junior teams. Uh, so we will get to see we will get to see what's going on with them. We just will have to watch Reign. Uh, games and everything. Uh, but you know, that's, that's not bad. That's we should be doing that anyway. Our opening night roster for the Los Angeles Kings this year, we've got, of course, Alex Iafalo, Andre Kopitar, Justin Brown, Andreas Athanasiu, Blake Lazat, and Jeff Carter. Uh, that feels like a very fast second line. Even Jeff Carter, who has slowed down uh, as he has gotten older, uh, that line is going to move. Uh, and I feel like Lazat and Carter actually had some pretty good chemistry between them uh, last year when they played together. And, you know, having having Carter there, despite the fact that I tried to trade him to the Blue Jackets, I don't actually want to do that. Uh, having him there with Lazat in Lazat's first 
you know, professional season, I think was probably really helpful to him as well to have that sort of veteran presence on that line. And the fact that both of them can take face-offs, all that stuff, uh, I think is really good. Right now, the third line is Adrian Campe, Gabe Velarde, and Austin Wagner. Velarde has been uh, approved to play. He is out of whatever protocol was keeping him out. And then we've got Trevor Moore, Mike Amadio, and Matt Luff uh, on the fourth line. Uh, Luff, again, is someone who everyone has really cited as having a great camp. And I, I think that he you know, has come into this season with the right attitude, has come into this season wanting to earn his spot on the team rather than just being you know, an extra forward or being the guy who is, you know, there. And right now the extra forward for the Kings is Carl Grundstrom. Uh, He is basically the 13th forward right now, and I'm sure we'll rotate in and out as things happen. On defense, we've got Mark Alt, uh, the veteran player, Mikey Anderson, Tobias Bjornfoot, Kale Clegg, Drew Doughty, Ole Mata, and Matt Roy. Sean Walker and Curtis McDermott are both also still out and not approved to play. In goal, Jonathan Quick and Troy Grosnick will be his backup for these uh, at least first few games of the season, as Cal Peterson is our final player who is still on the not available to play list. So those are the guys. That's who we're going to get introduced to tonight. Uh, Missing from that list is still Martin Furk, who is dealing with some sort of lower body injury uh, and is not quite ready to play yet. And Alex Turcotte, who is also dealing with a lower body injury. That was revealed that it was something that happened at World Juniors in that gold medal game. uh, And then they had a hard time getting him in to the doctors uh, because of quarantine rules and all that stuff. So it took a little while to figure out what was going on with him. But uh, right now he is working through an injury. They don't seem to think it's serious or anything. And then he will be assigned to Ontario after that. So eventually we will get a look at Alex Tricotte as well once he is uh, a little more ready to play. So, So those are our guys. Those are who we're looking at for right now in the 2020, 2021 Los Angeles Kings, uh, the, the, the taxi squad, as I mentioned, Anderson, Anderson Dolan, Strand, and Villalta. I feel like Villalta will eventually probably get punted back to Ontario. They want him playing, I would think, not just sitting around, but uh, that we'll see what happens with that once Cal Peterson also uh, is able to come back. But I, I think that Todd McClellan has even said, and Rob Blake has said, like the taxi squad looks different now than if they had had to put it together at the beginning of the week, uh, just because of these injuries and the people who are unfit to play and all that. Uh, I would expect that, I mean, at least Anderson and Anderson Dolan, the fact that there's two of them is gonna be frustrating to me all season, uh, but I would expect that both of them would eventually get some NHL times. Austin Strand, I don't really know what the plan is for him. We talked about him earlier in the week, and like I said, he's someone who I think has really improved at the AHL level and has really kind of shown that he can be a good steady defenseman. I I don't know if he will ever actually draw into an NHL game or if they're just putting him there because they wanted a defenseman. Uh, So I'm going to be curious to see what happens with that and if and when he, he draws in to the lineup or if they just send him back to Ontario at some point. But at least Leos Anderson and Jarrett Anderson Dolan, again, I'm sorry that I tried to trade him to Columbus uh, in, in yesterday's show, but uh, I, I think that I think both of those guys will be getting some NHL time sooner rather than later, especially knowing that injuries are a thing that happens and all that. They, they did say that, you know, the workload expectation for guys like Andre Kopitar is all of the games. So right now they're not planning at least with the, the, the main players on the team, the, the main older veterans, 
They're not planning on doing, you know, the equivalent of load management. We might see how that looks later in the season, um, but I would guess that it would be more, we're going to see more of the younger players swapping in and out because especially for, I mean, right right now, none of the only player on the, the roster who hasn't experienced a full North American season of hockey at the pro level is Gabe Velarde. Um, I feel like all the other young guys, Bjornfoot, Clegg, well, Mikey Anderson hasn't. Uh, so th- those might be the guys who get to take some games off and not because they're playing poorly necessarily, but just the uh, the conditioning factor, the fact that, you know, college hockey is such a brief season. You know, Mikey Anderson hasn't played 50 games in a year, but college hockey also does like three and three nights and stuff like that. So I, I, but I think that we saw that in like Alex Iafalo's first season where he kind of lost steam towards the end of the year because just the fatigue kicks in of, holy crap, I have so many hockey games to play. But yeah, really him and, and Velarde and Velarde has just been because of injury, like junior hockey plays a million games and, uh, uh, plays you know three and threes as well so for him it's more just how his his conditioning held up over the summer I feel like everyone has said he's come into camp looking fantastic and put on muscle and all this stuff and all the stuff you want to hear but it'll be interesting to kind of watch their usage as as time goes on and I feel like the plan has always been on defense for Mikey Anderson, Tobias Spearnfoot, and Kale Clegg to all sort of rotate every so often uh, and and go from there but those are our guys And uh, we're going to see them take the ice tonight against the Minnesota Wild. So on the rest of the show today, we're going to be getting some hot tips on what to watch for and who to watch out for on the Minnesota Wild. I'm going to just give you one name right now, and that's Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, We're going to be talking about him a lot because he is uh, scary. So that is coming up next on the show. So the hockey season is back and it is, you know, from our perspective, one of the most important sports things that's going on right now. There's also huge stuff happening in the NBA, big blockbuster trades. We're seeing the NFL take shape as to playoffs and eventually the Super Bowl. Uh, So there is a lot going on in sports right now that, uh, that you should be paying attention to, especially if you are someone who would maybe like to make a little money off of the fact that you have sports opinions. And there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. As the NHL starts playing, we've already had a day of games. I don't think there were particularly any surprises in that slate of games, like if you thought that somehow the Chicago Blackhawks were going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, I have a bridge somewhere to sell you. Uh, but if you per- perhaps wanted to like put down an over-under thing on that game, or, or you, I guess, are super into the Kings and you want to say, you know what, I think they are going to beat the Minnesota Wild tonight, you can go and investigate that. And you can check that out on betonline.ag and uh, get a little something back for having sports opinions. So don't sit on the bench anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now 2020 is mercifully over. It is time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now, I spent a little time looking for someone who could tell me about the Minnesota Wild, as we are currently without a locked-on Minnesota Wild host. If you are a Wild fan listening to this and you want to host a podcast, uh, I guess get at me. Uh, and so I, I put an ask out on Twitter, and I was I said, basically, who do I need to talk to who can tell me all about the Minnesota Wild? And uh, one of our mutual connections, locked-on Lightning host Adam Denker, was like, I know exactly who you need to talk about. So I have here Janelle Mackey, uh, who is uh, going to be my Wild person for the day and it's going to tell us all about what to expect from the wild so janelle kind of give me the 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 details on who you are how you became a wild fan uh all that kind of fun stuff yeah first of all thank you sarah for bringing me on i will never deny the opportunity to talk about hockey so (laughs) i'm actually a minnesota native i grew up 20 minutes north of the twin cities so I, although my parents are not from Minnesota, so I actually, my dad's from Wisconsin, my mom's from Illinois, so I'm a huge Packers fan, but Wisconsin doesn't have an NHL team, so there was no influence that way, so naturally, raised in the state of hockey, I had to go with the Wild, and it's it's always interesting with them, but you know, it's it's a fun ride every year for sure. Now, I took a couple of questions from uh, listeners of this show, and we're going to start out with one of them. uh, And this comes from Jared, and he asks, are the Minnesota Wild expecting a Wild season? I, there's a lot of turnaround with this team. So really going into this first game is going to be the first true uh, site that we get. We saw, like, there was a couple of streamed practices, scrimmages, but yeah, I'm expecting hopefully big things. I know there's talk they could win the division. And then there's also ones where it's like they might barely slide into the playoffs. So it's going to be really interesting. It's always a wild season with the wild. If we're being honest, there's such roller coasters with this team. And there's so many times where it's like all the talents there, but just not quite getting the points. So yeah, I'm expecting a very interesting, especially with all the turnaround, you know, all these new guys coming in, new goalie change with Talbot coming in and Dubnik going to San Jose so that that's a huge change in its own just the goal the goalie turnover so I'm expecting yeah I I don't know what to expect I was pretty upset with some of the the trades made in the offseason especially Cunnan Donato some young talent that I thought hey I thought we were rebuilding why would you get rid of them but you know there's a lot of great guys coming in with uh Creel and uh the Rose uh Rosie I think it is so um yeah it there's just so much that is changing this year that it's going to be really fun to watch and I mean I hope it's fun to watch I hope that the moves they're making are the right moves and it could really go either way at this point with the turnover you did mention and yeah like that's one thing that I noticed even just looking at the wilds roster I mean I feel like this season in general every team I look at I'm like I when did half of you get there like I I just like I honestly had entirely forgotten about the goalie uh the goalie carousel hitting uh Minnesota and I was like oh yeah that's right like Dubnik is gone now so Talbot's the starter then yes that and they also have um Hammond who they signed off of Colorado a few years ago I think he will be back up to Talbot as long as Stalock is I think he might be on IR right now. So yeah, the goalie, the goalie roulette this year was so fun to watch, you know, with all like you have Lundquist and Holpe and all these big names just in new uniforms this year. It's, it was fun. Like the goalie turnover was a lot of fun to watch and just see where these guys ended up. But yeah, Minnesota was involved in that. Um, It'll be really weird because Dubnik wasn't really the problem here. And I, I defended that mm-hmm. a lot. You know, a lot of it is you, you have to put some blame on the defense in front of the goalie. So I think it'll just be a nice change having Talbot between the pipes. 
Did they make any changes on defense to sort of address that issue or are they bringing back kind of mostly the same group from last year? Um, It's a lot of the same group for sure. Uh, I mean, the just the addition of Jared Spurgeon wearing the C is huge for the defense. So, uh, you know, new captain on the defense. But yeah, for the most part, um, just looking at the names, you got Brodine, Dumba, Hunt, Sushi, Spurgeon, Suter. So a lot of very familiar names on this defense. And it's not a bad squad. I think it's just the injury bug gets this defense and then they don't have the depth to continue being as strong as they can be. Uh, so you guys do have some interesting new players coming in, and one of them uh, you mentioned earlier, and that's uh, Kirill uh, Kaprizov, who I feel like everyone is saying he's basically just going to come into the league and be a superstar. If you look at his, like, the the way that he performed in the KHL, he's, like, comparable to Artemi Panarin, only bigger probably. Uh, what can you tell us about him? What are you kind of hoping to see out of him as he jumps right into the NHL? Yeah, I mean, he is kind of supposed to be what they're saying, the future face of the Minnesota Wild. And it's been a long journey to finally getting to this point. It's been 2,000 some days since uh, he was drafted. So to finally get him on the ice is going to be huge. And I hope the hype is as big as his play is. I mean, I've watched some video of him and it's just what he can do with the puck is ridiculous. And to be a superstar in the KHL, I mean, that league doesn't mess around. It's not a cupcake league. So to be a star over there, you hope that it transfers over here. And it looks like he'll be playing like right wing. So could be playing with Parisi and guys like that. Like the guys on the ice with him are also seasoned veterans who know what they're doing. So, I mean, I'm just really excited to see what he can bring. And he, yeah, I think he will live up to the hype. And as soon as he nets that first goal, Minnesota is just going to implode because we've waited five years to see this kid and he's finally made his way to the U.S. and is finally signed and because his his contract was expiring and it was running out and it was kind of like last minute you know he signed but couldn't play um, against the Canucks in the postseason last year so it's been a while like yeah just signing guys in its own is a wild ride for this team so yeah I his hype is great and yeah just what he can do you he nets some weird goal like he he finds a way to score the goals he is really nasty with the way he handles the puck sometimes and it's I'm watching some of his tape and it's like are you really out here making between the leg passes you're like 19 years old you're not supposed to be that good so young so to finally get a guy like that is just going to be huge for this team especially after losing so many offensive pieces with Stahl and Koivu and Cunnan and Donato, I think bringing him in is going to be huge for this team. And I hope that he produces as much as we're anticipating. Like he could easily come in and be the stud superstar goal scorer. Um, But there's also some other guys out there who draw attention too. So I think getting him on the ice is, it's something that we've longed for and you just kind of hope that it was worth the wait. Well, knowing the Kings habit of uh, giving up first goals really quickly. And in years past, I would actually have a Twitter thread going that was basically like, did the Kings get scored on within the first five minutes of the game? Yes, no. Um, And there were a lot of yeses. 
So um, it, it may be entirely possible that you get to see him score his first goal very quickly tonight, uh, just based on past history of the Kings. So uh, we might get well, to see I some. I always thought uh, Quick was one of the better goalies in the league. So did that kind of fall off or what happened with that? I mean, it depends who you ask. I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, it's a little bit of the defense in front of him is not really very good. Uh, a lot there's a lot of young players now who haven't, you know, had a whole ton of NHL experience. And Drew Doughty, who also, depending on who you ask, is either bad or just unmotivated or like good but not trying hard. I don't know. Like, yeah. so I think a lot of it was like just the team in front of him has gotten a lot worse. And oh. you know, he he has struggled at times too. So he does have the coolest goalie name. <laughs> So I, I will argue yeah. that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they have like fixed that issue and, and you might have to wait a little longer, but uh, there's been some dark times lately, let's say. So we're both kind of going to this with like a chip on our shoulder with our team. It sounds like. Right. I'm like, I just want everyone to have fun and, you know, not, not embarrass like themselves <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, at least we have hockey. We've kind of, you know, it's weird when October yeah. rolls around and it's like, I'm usually like invested fully in hockey. And then for it to come, like the wild, we're supposed to host that winter classic on the first against the mm-hmm. blues outdoor hockey. And then that gets scrapped. It's kind of like, wow, what was supposed to be such a hot start to the year is kind of now we don't know if we get it. Yeah. So. At least we have hockey. Yeah. We can at least be happy about yes. that. Yeah, it has been over 300 days since the Kings have played a game. So oh, man. it's a lot of rust to shake. a long up. time to wait yeah. for hockey. <laughs> I've kind of forgotten like what a hockey game looks like. So we're going yeah. to see what happens tonight. We've got more coming up after this. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. Because chances are, if you are a person who owns a car, which is quite a number of us, I do believe, uh, you have probably had to replace things on it at one time or another, you've had to look for some parts, you've had to decide you wanted to upgrade something. And it's really frustrating, I think, to shop for car parts. Going into a store can be overwhelming, trying to find what you need, they might not even have it in stock for your specific car. And it's usually pretty overpriced. RockAuto.com solves all of those problems because on their website, they have a very unique catalog that is super easy to navigate. You can put in your car or your truck into the page, the make the model of the year and you will very quickly see all the parts available for your specific vehicle you can choose the brands the prices you prefer and get exactly what you're looking for rockauto.com has everything you could possibly think of for a car right even down to new carpet so whether it is for your classic car your daily driver your fancy sports car thing that I can only like I feel awkward to touch because it costs so much money you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered right to your door go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or your truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com now the nhl regular season is underway and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to locked on nhl Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. And if you haven't gotten enough of hearing me on this show, you can hear me on Mondays as I interview some of our local experts across the league about what's going on with their teams. And Wednesday as I talk with Tom Gazzola about stuff that's going on as as we have termed it 
on the left side of the map. We don't have divisions or conferences this year. We've got the left side of the map. So that is all on Locked On NHL. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Now, just a couple more questions. This one also comes from a listener, Jason, and uh, he is asking, uh, it's kind of a little bit of what we've talked about because there are so many new faces who have joined the WOWD. Um, what are you kind of expecting out of sort of your top six? I know, like you said, uh, Carol's going to be on there. You've got um, Nick Bugstad who came home, which is always a great story. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's been kind of thrust into sort of a top center role. So who are you, what are you kind of expecting to see from your top guys? Yeah, I mean, one of the things I always uh, hope for going into the season is the health of Zach Parise. Um, He really struggles because he's a little bit smaller, so he gets a lot of body checks in front of the net because that's kind of where he's a scrappy goal scorer. So I think his health is something to really watch out for. Hopefully he doesn't end up with those back issues like he usually does. Um, I mean, the young talent like Jordan Greenway, he could break out. He's, He's a fantastic player, big body. And one of the one of the guys to really look out for on this offense as of late is Kevin Fiala. He when he first came from the Predators, I was kind of like, okay, well, we played the Predators a couple times right after the trade, and it seemed like he could really only be productive against the Predators. And then he just broke out, and he he has a hot hand, and I think he he could an, another argument. Um, I said I Kareel could be a top goal scorer on this league. Kevin Fiala very well could be too because now that he's found his way with this team he he's in full force out there and he he's a menace on the ice so he he's a lot of fun to watch and not just because he's got the beautiful flow going on underneath the helmet I mean, that's always an important stat is, yeah, is, is exactly who's got the is important. um and then defense wise you know you got Suter who puts on serious ice time every game and that I was really surprised that he wasn't named captain just because he's always out on the ice and he he's a present body. Um, that's kind of the reason I thought Prize might've not gotten it because he, although he has the leadership qualities, he's not on the ice as much because he suffers those injuries. So yeah, there, it looks like there's a lot of turnover just because of some of the talent we lost. But yeah, I mean, looking at the team, you got Prize, Suter, Dumba, Eric Sinek, who is another young guy who's really found his way with this team. Jordan Greenway, like I said, Marcus Felino, another guy to watch out for. He he is the most physical guy on this team for sure. If you want to throw down, you find Felino on the ice and he will he will drop the gloves with you for sure. He's the tough guy and he's a lot of fun to watch. Another guy who was kind of in the running for captainship. Uh, you got Hartman, Zuccarello, who they picked up last year. They had that trade. I think it was uh, Zucker for Zuccarello between Pittsburgh and the Wild and I mean, he's a little bit older, but he he's another guy who sometimes these guys just need to get acclimated here. And I think the pieces are starting to come together for this team, but there's still a lot of unknown with the rebuild in pursuit. But yeah, a lot of these guys, you should, you would hope that because they're such seasoned veterans, like I said before, that they're going to come out and they're going to produce. And it's just a matter of who can stay healthy because we do have a little bit older team injuries occur a little bit more often. I'm excited to see what happens in the game tonight. I think, yeah, like you said, we're both two teams with like, kind of have something to prove uh, after mm-hmm. after last season. And both teams, you know, the obviously no one expects anything out of the Kings this season. And the, the Wild are kind of all over the map for what people expect out of them. So I think it's two teams that are going to be battling hard as they go into uh, into the game tonight. We have one last question 
to wrap things up. And this is one that I have wanted to know the answer to ever since I went to a game in Minnesota a couple years ago and saw this with my own eyes. Uh, this question comes from Jay, who asks, what exactly is Nordy? Nordy? Oh, man. See, <laughs> I don't even know if I know that question myself. He he kind of makes me feel like he's a bear. Because, um, I mean, what is the wild as a mascot? You know, he... Like, we're the wild. Like, people think, like, trees and lakes. And so to kind of try to put that into a mascot, um, man, I, yeah, I would almost argue he looks like a bear-wolf combination to me. And it looks like he, yeah, he, that's a really good question that I've never really thought of just because here it's just, he kind of just exists and you don't really question it because it's Minnesota and just kind of let things happen here and really don't put much question to it. But I, I, I want to say he's supposed to be some kind of bear because I really don't know what other animal looks like that around here. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I went to a game and Nordy was like hanging out in the section that I was sitting in and I was like, you're kind of a bear. You're kind of, yeah, like he's like kind of big woods cats. Like, are you like partly yeah, a cougar like, or something? Like a, a bear, um, wolf, fox hybrid kind of thing. So I think he's supposed to embody several different Minnesota wilderness animals. So I think that's what they're going for. But I think he's the bear of a body with a little bit of fox, wolf in him. So he's a, he's a hybrid. <laughs> hybrid <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's closer than I think I've ever gotten to an answer before. So I, I think I think we're going to go with weird bear wolf hybrid thing. Um, yeah. that's, that, that sounds pretty. I'm sure that's what you'll get if you Google it too, because he, if somebody finds the actual answer, you have to let me know. But I'm pretty sure that's yes. all I've ever seen. It's some kind of hybrid yeah. wilderness creature. Thank you so much for jumping on the show today and uh, entertaining my Nordy question and also answering serious questions about the team and who we're going to be seeing tonight. And uh, we will find out shortly what's going to happen. Uh, so thank you for jumping on the show and uh, where, if people want to like hang out with you on social media or like yell about the wild or also question you about what Nordy is, where can people find you online? Do you have anything you want to plug any last words of wisdom? Yeah. So you can find me. I'm mostly on Twitter. You can find me at big Mac underscore four Mac is M A C K not like the Big Mac sandwich, but like my last name, Mackie. Um, I do a lot of work with the Packers. So I, I have a every other day podcast from Pack-A-Day. You can find me every other Tuesday if you're a hockey fan who's also a Packer fan. And then I'll be working with the Say It Again Network with, you mentioned Adam Denkner and uh, Kyle Henning. I'll be doing some hockey work with them over there. So I, I'm always down to talk hockey, even if it's not about the wild. I just, I'm a hockey nut and you'll see that on my Twitter feed. If you go give me a follower, kind of creep on that page. It, when, when hockey rolls around, it, it gets crazy. So <laughs> always willing to talk with people about it because there's not enough of it with my Wisconsin following. I feel like you've got like college hockey fans and that's kind of it. So we'll, we'll help you out with that. Yeah. Appreciate it. And I, I, I have no problem with the Kings, you know, quick I loved watching him especially when they made that that run against the Rangers it was a lot of fun to see him and I don't know anybody but the two players you've mentioned now because you guys are kind of in a big rebuild it seems like every year now but I mean I'm, I'm going to watch the game tonight and be like I don't know who half of you are so it, it's going to be a learning experience for everyone I think yeah and it's getting back into hockey too it, it's a practice because there's so many guys out there you can be like oh I 
I have no idea who you are, but nice goal. And all of a sudden they're the big star. So <laughs> hockey is always fun that way. You never know who's going to re- really be the breakout player. It could be nobody I mentioned tonight who goes out there and has a breakout game. That's that's what's fun about hockey. Well, well, we will find out. And I certainly hope to have you back on in the future to talk more, more hockey, more wowed, more just general weird mascot questions, maybe. Yeah, I mean, so the way the division is, we will see each other a lot this year. So, so many times. We'll get to know each other's teams very well. Yeah, so, uh, for sure. Good luck tonight. Have yeah, fun. Hope everyone just has a real nice time. Yeah. That might be the nicest thing people say in the hockey world. That is it for today. Thanks so much to Janelle for joining me on the show and giving me some thoughts about the Minnesota Wild. We'll be back tomorrow with some thoughts on the game and uh, some recap analysis. Maybe we'll be happy. Maybe we'll be disappointed. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow on Locked on Los Angeles Kings. Until then, you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. You can find this show on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Make sure you never miss a moment, never miss a show, uh, because we have got all sorts of cool stuff going on as the season actually starts. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you haven't already, we're available wherever podcasts are found. Leave a rating, leave a review, tell a friend all about it, and make sure you come back tomorrow for more Hockey Talk. Until next time, this has been Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.